everyone and welcome back to this bonus series of the She Can, She Did podcast, solely focused on the theme, we can, we will. Whether this COVID-19 storm as business owners that is. If we haven't met yet, I'm Fee and I'm the founder of She Can, She Did slash the one asking the questions throughout these episodes. Before I introduce today's guest, who happens to be a really good friend of mine, I am so pleased to say that this bonus We Can, We Will series is now sponsored by Tide Business Current Accounts, aka the business current account dedicated to startups, entrepreneurs and freelancers that I've personally been using and I've loved ever since I made the switch to being a limited company at the end of 2018 and sorted myself out with a proper company current account. Not only have Tide set up a hub on their website, www.tide.co that is, that's solely focused on supporting small business owners like you and me during the COVID-19 outbreak, that you'll be pleased to know by the way cuts through all of the noise and misinformation out there and instead provides the latest news, advice and government support dedicated specifically to small business owners. Tide are also offering She Can She Did listeners, aka you, with up to three months free access to their upgraded account, Tide Plus, to support each and every one of us even more during the coming months. Now, what does that mean, I hear you ask? Well, essentially, you can set up a regular business current account in about 10 minutes on the Tide app, which is the one that I've been using for the past 18 months. But this upgrade, that usually costs $9.99 a month, will give all of us access to the Tide Plus features, including access to the Tide Plus member support phone line, a free 24-7 legal helpline that provides additional legal support around the clock if you have any questions, 20 free transfers per month, prioritised in-app support, that pushes your queries to the front of the queue so you don't have to wait. Plus, the fanciest perk if you ask me, an oh-so-exclusive matte black card that will make you stand out from the normal blue card lot. To get started, if you are interested, all you need to do is download the Tide app and enter the code PODCAST in the in-app chat to activate the offer. The T's and C's are listed in the show notes below, of course, along with a link to their amazing, unbelievably helpful hub that I've been mentioning in recent episodes too. Please do let me know if you sign up. I would love, love, love to hear what you think. Anyway, back to this episode in which I got to chat with the one and only June Glackin, otherwise known as Junie Pooney, a lady with the biggest heart who always goes above and beyond to ensure that her customers, myself included, feel understood and cared for via her multidimensional offerings personalised stationery that manages to tap into what we're all really thinking and event styling and production that always goes the extra mile, earning her numerous well-deserved awards in the event industry to date. In the past 12 months, however, a large chunk of June's work was spent styling corporate events that come hand in hand with equally big corporate budgets, along with a number of weddings both at home and abroad, which have been postponed for the foreseeable future as we all know. With that in mind, I caught up with June to find out where she's focusing her energy at present within the business, given that, as she says, there's a big difference between corporate event budgets and cards that sell for £2.50 apiece. But I also wanted to find out how, as the woman who always goes above and beyond to help and support those around her, she is looking after herself throughout all of this too. Everyone that knows her knows that she's genuinely one of the kindest women out there and never fails to provide reassurance when you need to hear it most. This is what June had to say. Do you want to dive into it? Yeah, go for your life. I've never done a podcast. You pop in your cherry. Have you not? No. I feel like I feel like I've seen no. 
Uh, uh, oh, there you go. No, I'm honoured. I'm genuinely honoured. <laughs> <laughs> June, um, let's go for it. Yeah. Coronavirus. What a little bugger, eh? Oh, yes. What impact has it had on Junie Pooney? I feel like it's so hard because you are Junie Pooney, but like... Um, everything, it's, it's, it's been hard. <laughs> it depends. Me as a person, I'm like... But from a business point of view, it's more a case of... I've obviously got weddings, corporate events, and then I've got my stationary side. So... Let's be honest, weddings and corporate events have just had the plugs. They're gone, they're pulled. For now, this is a thing, this is what I have to keep saying to couples and to companies. It's only for now. This isn't always going to be the way. So it's just a case of, yeah, it's literally gone for that point of view. So work that I had planned between when we went into lockdown and even now, I only said to Pete last night, I should have done about four big corporate events. They were booked in, they were planned in, they were ready. I don't know how that will be when we come out of this because obviously we will come out of it. It will be very different, but it's also as well a case of, will they want to do what they were going to do? My mentality is I'm very much half cup full, full half cup, whatever it is that we call it. I'm overflowing. I'm all about the, I'm not letting it get me down. It has had me down and we'll talk about that later. But for me, I just think, well, organisations and companies are still going to have to reconnect with people once we come back through this. So I'm hoping that what had planned, what we had planned together might be something that we can continue with, whether it is or not. I don't know, it might be that we have to adapt, darling, adapt, because we've all been adapting. We do. Oh. <laughs> but then the other thing that I found, obviously, with weddings, that's been quite a sad time because there's been so many weddings that I should have been doing from stationary style and managing. We're due to fly out to Greece in two weeks to do a big wedding out in Greece, which has had to not happen. Yeah, so there's been lots and lots and lots of things that haven't gone on. But then looking at it from what has gone on, I've been able to not take a step back because it's always been there but my stationery is always is how I started and it's all of a sudden I've been able to reconnect again because normally as you know I would be running on that hamster wheel at a thousand miles an hour with smoke coming out my booty not from thinking it's a great smoke coming out my booty just because I am burning and (laughs) you know that you know that girl and it it's allowed me to stop and to think what can I do so things for example like with my weddings um, I was able to contact obviously all of my comp- my brides and grooms, my happy couples, not so happy couples, bless them. And I was able to do them all like free, save the dates. So based on their styling of what they were having done. But then I went one step further as you do, because I thought, what can I do? What can I do to help? Because that's my thing. What can I do? With Lockie, um, he's on the high risk list. So I can't go and volunteer in the neighbourhood or go and help at the hospital. So I... Just to um, clarify, Lockie's your son and he's type yes. 1 diabetes. Yes, yes. So he's not able to, he's on the risk list of me not being able to do much with him, bless him. So he's really, Lockie is in locked down. (laughs) Poor kid. So I decided that I would speak with Hitched and you and your wedding. And I rolled out that I would do free, say, the dates for anybody. It doesn't have to be that you're a junior puny customer. So, so far I'm on about 370 save the dates for people I will never meet people I will never see they've gone to places I didn't even know the country code for you know anything I feel like just to butt in I feel like my geography for like the UK is shocking worldwide yeah all right but the UK I'm like sorry where no I just well literally when these codes come through I thought where I don't yeah, it's yeah, really bad. Yeah, so I think about 300 and uh, around 365, 370 at the minute, and um, they still keep coming in because they're literally coming in peaks and troughs. Because obviously, as each month passes and people realize that the weddings aren't happening, I then get a whole new <clears throat> come through. But that's been really, it sounds silly, but really medicinal for me because it's been able to be my little thing that I can do for that part of my business. What can I do to help? And then with the um, 
with my lovely just my just journey pony customers that aren't ever just because they're the ones that at the minute have been keeping the cogs turning and the, the bolts tightened and things I've just been literally going back to basics and creating really simple cards that mean so much so like the I miss your face card because that's it what means... I love about you though because yeah. you just you have like this unique oh, it's, it's just like a really yeah it's unique you just say it how it is but like in a you just tap into what everyone's actually feeling at that exact given time and then you put it on a card and it's like so, oh yeah, yeah that's what, what I've thinking. been feeling <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like how do I articulate it and then you see a genie pony card and you're like oh yeah that that's what's been going on in my head <laughs> it is and that's what I want to do I want to be able to print what you're thinking and I often obviously can print anything that anybody wants and I've had some real caucus but the, for me that I miss your face card just says everything to for so much it's so simple but so so meaningful at the same time as well and it's nice because I don't know when I'm sending the packs out I'm obviously sending them to the customer, but I then don't know who they're going to from there. And I've had messages off people that have had them as a customer and been really chuffed writing them. But then the people that have received them and you just think, wow, you don't know what people are going through where some people have had been going through chemo and she's like, I've just missed everybody and I've got this card when I've come home. And you just think, oh my God, I didn't know that was going to happen. So it's been lovely in that strange kind of sense. Yeah, yeah. From a logistics point of view though, I'm so aware that the corporate events are your big money makers. So when they were pulled, in terms of how that played out in your head, what were your kind of priorities to just kind of keep going? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And it's like you say that... It's not all about the money. Um, we are a business, it's a business. So it is, yes, it's got to keep the bills paying. But at the time for me, it was more a case of, I can't do anything about the weddings, as in I can't make them happen. And the same with the um, corporate events. So one of the things that I did do um, was contact Hitched and you and your wedding, because it was great to be able to help and support my couples um, with redoing all of their stationery from a digital point of view but from what I felt with that I had like you know quite a few couples and they'd come back and were really grateful for me I needed to be able to push that out a little bit more so I contacted Hitched and you and your wedding and just said look I'm going to offer these out they're on my Instagram if you know do you want to do anything about it but my biggest fear with doing that if being honest was I'm a small business and I know lots of other wedding stationery designers and planners and creators are small businesses and the last thing that I wanted to do was step on anybody's toes so for me it's clear that they're free I'm not making anything from them it's more it sounds selfish it's more medicinal for me I know I can help them in that time they need it and rather than having to send 70 text messages to friends and family they had a choice of four digital save the dates that they could literally send out and even as they come through as the email, I was like, have you checked with your supplier first? Just because even though you do something lovely, you don't want to step on anyone's toes. And there's never been any money exchanged for it. Because like I say, it's for me, it's about just making sure that they're all right. <laughs> Without sounding like a big wet lettuce. No, but it's such a, something that I think loads of small businesses have struggled with. It's like, how can they help without it being completely overwhelmed? And also, you know, I was speaking to a few fashion brands and people have been saying, you know, why don't you... So uh, face masks and all of this, and it's like that. Yes, they could, but there's like there's so many things that people can be doing to help, and it's just I suppose yeah. if they'd done that, then they they need to make money. You know, they 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 yeah. become a charity themselves. So it's like I suppose finding things that work for you and what you're capable of doing without, I guess, burning yourself out. Yeah, no, totally. And and, and the thing is with like even the save the dates, I think it's about we're on about three. I think it's about three sixty, three seventy, and literally they take forever and that probably sounds really bad and I didn't know how busy it would be how busy it wouldn't be and obviously like I said it comes in peaks and troughs so at the minute I've done probably cancelled all of May's weddings that were cancelled 
when people start realizing that maybe June, July, August weddings might not happen. Oh, <laughs> it will keep coming. My best friends get married in August, and I'm literally like, I've got everything crossed. But oh, you just, I guess, the sick. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? But mm. I guess she's she's like like most brides are. You know, it, everyone's in when it comes to weddings. You know, everyone. Yeah. So many people have been affected, right? Um. Okay. What about the logistics of? all the postal services, deliveries, all of that kind of thing. Because again, I'm so aware we're two months down the line, but that definitely was impacted at various stages oh, and the confusion yeah. around it, et cetera, et cetera. You've got a business to carry on going. You've got to get these cards out. Yeah. How did you manage that situation, the stress involved, all of that? So um, first of all, I have to do a big high five to the old postman Pats because, and the post lady Pats because they've been absolutely bloody mega. So a yeah, big yeah, whoop yeah. to those bad boys. I try to be really proactive with it. And what I've done is on my website, I used to obviously offer, take away the state, the wedding stationery and styling, but my greeting cards and my prints. So I went on and I've taken off any form of um, frame that you can order because for me, it's not a priority, it's decor. Whereas a print, a print can help you <laughs> in the sense of it, a print is just a print, it's in a, an envelope. So I went and I bought um, 200 first class stamps and 200 large letter stamps so that anything that I was making and creating, I didn't have to interact with by going into the post office. So part of our daily walk or even like Lachlan, I'd say to him, do you want to go and do a walk? And he would go and put all my posts into the post box I have had big orders come through still thankfully because obviously the cards have gone busy some of my suppliers that are still working online um so like my retailers they've ordered so obviously I'd have to go to the post office for that so that's when I go in and I just literally like the kung fu panda step away stay away <laughs> stay because back you everybody <laughs> yeah, it's horrible because you feel one a bit dirty because you think what am I doing where am I is it clean and of course it's clean but then you're conscious of who's around you you're conscious of what you're doing and even things like when, you know, I was making cards with gloves on. Just, it's it's not silly things because it's necessity, but it's just a case of doing what you can do, knowing that you're doing everything by the logistics and the law of what you're allowed to do. So mm. one woman band, me, myself and I, we have a right party. <laughs> <We're okay. laughs> but yeah, so yeah, just post office and post box runs more than anything. And you are right, they've been under such immense pressure and I feel like mm. they're doing such a great job it's crazy they're the unsung heroes I think yeah I think that's well like we're the NHS and I'm like don't get me wrong I have such respect for the NHS but so the suit the supermarkets the post off like the the delivery guys yeah it's yeah yeah Yeah, but you know in terms of the let's talk about you then because that 300 and something (laughs) date changes cards just on top of your general orders, you've got Lockie at home, you are still, you know, just generally running a business mm-hmm. amongst this like crazy, surreal situation we found ourselves in that I think's tested all of us. How have your emotions played out over the past two months, right through from the lead up to lockdown, lockdown initially to where we are now? And how are you looking after yourself throughout all of that? that's my answer (laughs) and I think with us we had to be a little bit um proactive and when I say us I mean us as a family so obviously Junie Pooney is me but the business really is all of us we all you know yes I'm the one that runs around like a crazy ass but I have massive support from my husband and obviously also Lockie as well I'm a little postman but (laughs) with Lockie having his type 1 diabetes we also had to look at the bigger picture of what do we do? So really lockdown began for us about two and a half weeks before it officially began. So as a family, me and Pete had to discuss what is the best thing for us to do. And yes, the government were saying, you know, keep the children at school. 
But actually, the very first list that came out, it did have a priority down that diabetes was one of them. And he was he's 12. He's a young boy. He's in a school where that's massive. I think there's about 1,800 people at his school. So for us, we were like, actually, we need to prioritise. So we had a meeting with the school, went in and said, look, we're pulling in from now. And they totally agreed with what was going on. There was other kids that had been pulled at the same time. So for us, we had to start and prep a little bit earlier. Homeschooling, she does with a big shaky head. <laughs> it's happened to a to a degree. Um, I'm not a teacher. I was a teacher. My husband works in education, but we're not maths teachers. We're not science teachers I can tell him how to jump out of an airplane and keep someone safe in an aircraft he can tell him how to be a great sportsman because he's a sports but when it comes to maths English I'm okay but I'm not science I'm not history so we're also not stressing about it because for me we're living in science we're living in history and my biggest thing for Lockie is to come out of it for all families with a bit of stain a bit of sanity being healthy and actually high-fiving and still getting on. That's so, it though, and I've heard that from a lot of mums that are running, trying to juggle the business with homeschooling as well, and I just think, like, I honestly, hats off to every single one of you because oh. I just have no idea how you're doing it, but in general, it is that, like, this is school. Like, what, yeah, like adults don't know, yeah, adults don't know what's going on right now. We're all learning, we're all adapting, so, like, that alone is such a huge education for a child no yeah and and I don't think you can this is the thing I don't think you can like teach that or I don't know how you well you wouldn't even be able to put it into a curriculum and he's been really fortunate because obviously with his type 1 diabetes he's he's got Mr entrepreneurial in his head um and he's got access to mom's studio so he has done his own little business three years ago and he's really tried to pick that up and wrap that up so he's also been involved he's done his own little podcast with them a Welsh footballer well, I say podcast, it wasn't a podcast, that's making him sound posh. He did a live on Instagram with a Welsh footballer who has type 1 diabetes on Friday night. Oh, where he did like a question and answer with him. And um, and then obviously he's done his little live as well with Holly Tucker for small businesses and Kidpreneur. So he's really, for me, if we get an email from school saying, um, you know, Lockie hasn't submitted, I'll send the link. Just just watch this. This is where we're, this is where we're at with homeschooling and life skills and... Yeah. I'm sorry, but Instagram lives like that's like pressure. That's that's seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not many twelve-year-olds yeah. would be happy with that. So yeah, no. I know. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. So you think okay, good. But what about you, though? Yeah. What about me? This is the thing. So um, I I did get poorly. I won't lie. I did get a little bit poorly. I won't go into it loads and loads because otherwise I'll get all emotional. But I did. There was a time for about three weeks where I was I was worried a little, quite a bit worried. Um, and people have said, oh, you wouldn't have known. I haven't told a lot of people because one, I'm quite private and personal in that sense. Um, and two, what, what can anybody do? What could anybody do? So I had a presence on Instagram, as you do. I literally would post once or twice a week and just kind of leave it. So people are like, but you didn't look like you're poorly. Well, that wasn't me. That was a, <laughs> that was a photo. Um, but thankfully, I'm out the other side. We are out the other side because it was a, a bit of a scary time. Um, but yeah. So it's made me slow, slow down. Um, so the puny pace has changed. <laughs> um, I think for the better. It may it may ramp up a little bit when things go back to normal, if we ever want normal to be what normal was. But for me, spending time with my boys has been like literally the medicine that's always been needed. We are a hundred mile an hour family. You've seen us even at the rugby scene where you've 
been and dropped something off and we've done like a quick, yeah, yeah here's, here's the easels, take these easels back. It always looks like so dodgy, doesn't it? We always meet in car parks. Yeah. <laughs> walk away smiling and I'm like, bye. Yeah, yeah. bye honey. <laughs> so, um, that's like Mother's Day on in my house. It's like a whole house. And that's yeah. literally something that's happened through lockdown. And that, that was huge for me because usually with Mother's Day, for example, obviously that was right at the beginning. That's one of my busiest periods for things like gifts and cards. And my husband just said that our house looks like a whorehouse because you just have men pulling up in cars and walking out smiling with a bag. And I'm like, hi, <laughs> mini in the bra and off I go. But that, again, didn't happen this year yeah. at all because it was just a... So there was people that I knew, again, that were struggling with not being able to get cards. So I'd just done a couple of digital cards and sent them to people just to say, look, care and share, send them to your mum because they need to know. They need yeah. to know they're being yeah. loved and they're thought of, even though you can't go and see them. Just to pick up on something you said, though, um, I think it's worth noting that that's the thing with Instagram in terms of you mm-hmm. can post and post. But, you know, it doesn't always mean that things are rosy. Yeah. Hence why I started this, because it's like yeah. they're working so hard behind the scenes. They are going through so much. Everyone's got their story and you yeah. can do the jealousy, the envy, the bitter stuff, bitterness stuff. Yeah. But actually, their legs are going like that behind the scenes. I'm okay. doing the little duck legs. But yeah, no, I'm glad that you're um, out the other side because mm. I feel like you're the sort of person. You're the kind of um, when you're sad, it's like. No, like, <laughs> I'm just sad because the, the, the sun goes in. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in terms of going forward, then you just said we don't, you know, whether we want to go to what normal used to look like, but whatever that's going to look like on the mm-hmm. other side, have you thought about what your main priorities are going to be for the business um, when lockdowns, what is it, lifted? Lifted, yeah. lifted. lifted. Yeah. Events are allowed to happen again. Weddings are back on the cards. Like, what does your strategy, if you probably don't have, oh, that sounds super businessy, doesn't I'm it? I'm doing it, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, you know, where are your priorities going to be? Well, to be honest, the biggest thing for me is trying to be present throughout this whole thing. So even when there was three weeks of real life, uh-uh, um, it's just trying to be present and it's how you remain present. So with like Juni Puni, as in like cards and things, that's trying to remain present. Liaising and speaking with couples offline, as in let's having phone calls, having emails, whatever works best for them, because the thing is emotions are high for those guys. So it's making sure that anything that they need and want can be pushed to next year. And then obviously, hopefully, I say hopefully, it, it will happen, but it just may be very different in terms of corporate events. Um, obviously, I'm working with one huge one at the moment where I've got lots of different things going on, but it's whether or not they need to be able to pick up where they started off. My mentality is, and my positive pants are making me say, organisations are going to have to reconnect with people because there's been this whole, like, even people on furlough, they're not allowed to answer emails. So it's how people do that. So I have... For one of the uh, brands that I was working for, we were due to have, like I say, three or four different events. And I've got literally thousands of pounds of stock in my studio for of like all their branded goodies. So whether or not they're used in the same way they were going to be used, they can be used to reconnect with their, their own customers and their customers internally and externally. So I think that, not that I'm not worried. Yes, I am worried. I won't lie if I said I wasn't worried because who knows? I've got boobies, not her. Uh, magic crystal balls I can't rub them and see what's going to happen but if I do rub them I hope good things happen <laughs> usually it does I've had my face I've had the fence painted so uh, we've done all right <laughs> lockdown wages um so yeah so I just I hope and I just think that's all we ever can do really so plans are in place but plans are in place for April May and June so you just you know we go I will ride the storm with them holding their hands and doing whatever we can do to get them through it 
it's what you do best right yes of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay um look rounding up then in terms of advice for anyone listening mm-hmm. fellow female founders or just founders in general what would you say to them given that we're what at the beginning of may yeah i would say to remain you so this is the thing so i think there's so many things there's so many changes happening and people are trying to pivot and swivel and do all sorts and i just think if you remain true to who you are and what you do yes you can adapt yes you can flex you can do whatever it is you need to do but you need to be authentic and stay you don't change what you have always been doing that's always worked right as in you personally mentally however it is be authentic be you unapologetically you as well because the thing is at the minute what I find is really really hard and I understand it but it's really sensitive as well on Instagram at the minute so you can post something and somebody just might not like the fact that you've posted about x y or z so if you look at my Instagram at the minute it used to be very much um wedding 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 with my stationery at the minute I'm conscious that if I start firing out wedding bits and pieces it it could not upset people but obviously you've got people that are chewed to be married and aren't going to be married when they want to be but I also have to bear in mind that there's people that I want just got engaged I've had lockdown people get engaged in lockdown so they also still need to see it so it's making sure that you're sensitive to what you do but remaining true to you and also (laughs) she's got the brave pants the brave pants (laughs) they're back (laughs) I will be honest the brave pants we still all need them and we've all got them probably them now more than ever but one of the things that I do think is massive at the minute is people are on social media a lot more people are feeling a bit more human they are more human because actually even the big buggers from the big um companies big organizations that you would never normally want to touch or be scared to touch they're on Instagram they're on LinkedIn and actually they're also on their booties because they can't possibly be at work or if they are it's a different mentality so be brave and contact them you never know what might happen absolutely I feel like LinkedIn is the best for that personally yeah, yeah. to get to the uh, the big corporate ones yes yeah send a little Definitely. message say hi yeah. um, I love that and and you know what just picking up on what you just said you know it's woke isn't it I, I can't say it. I just never feel like I'm cool enough to say the word woke but I feel like that is it's everyone has an opinion on everything nowadays so you can't win and it is so true to just yeah just reinforcing what you said like you just sometimes yeah. have to just listen to your gut as long as you know you're doing all right then or you mean well then yeah, just go for it. Just have the intention set. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Last question then, June. Once we're all out the other side, things pick up again. How are you going to reward yourself that you have weathered this crazy little bubble that we found ourselves in? I want a pony party. <laughs> I literally want a pony party and I want everybody there. And it's literally my husband says to me, God, when you were 30, you had a real year. Um, and I'm 40 this year. So um oh god. Oh my God, I'll just say that out loud. I'm 40 in December. And I want everything to be out and normal by then so that I can have a big, massive puny party. Holidays, I love holidays, but actually I feel like, yes, I would happily go away to Ibiza or somewhere now and just chill. But actually the weather's nice on Thursday and Friday as well. And I'm with the family. So I just think I'll be grateful really then to be out and to be able to just wander and meet and just like touch people, like yeah. literally stroke faces hug awkwardly so it's a little bit too long but actually that's okay yeah that's yeah. where I'm gonna be I at. miss hugs, hugs oh, I really hugs miss hugs like, literally yeah. I am gonna do a card about warning warning when we hug next it will be slightly awkward but that's okay <laughs> because I think we all want to you know when you do the hug and then you, someone goes to leave yeah. and you, you can't let it leave yeah I'm gonna be doing that literally story of my life <laughs> um, I love that thank you so much honestly you always cheer me up
Thank you so much for listening to that episode of the She Can, She Did podcast. It really, really does mean a lot. If you happen to enjoy it, it would mean so much to me if you could please rate and review the series because rumour has it, it helps to boost the podcast in the charts, which allows more female founders and aspiring business owners to find it. For now, though, I really, really hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening once again. And please do look out for tomorrow's episode.